Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the fourth episode of On the Couch. Today, I am going to talk to you about where we are right now, which is bang slap in the middle of the COVID-19 scenario. (laughs) Um, We are one week into our lockdown or um, social distancing ramped up. And as I sit here today, um, we have, it's just me. Um, I don't have any special guests. Uh, I don't have anyone at all in the clinic at the moment. It's just me. Um, The team are, for the time being, uh, furloughed. So they unfortunately aren't able to get involved in the stuff that I'm doing at the moment, but they are scrabbling to come back to help you guys out. But I just wanted to, to record this podcast now so that in time we can reflect back and see how far we've come or how this has played out. I think it's a nice way to to record what's happening right now um even if uh, even if nobody listens to it it's just for my own posterity i i think i wanted to put something in almost like a diary entry i suppose um of of what what we're finding ourselves in amongst so as it all started probably ramping up about a month ago we found that we were having to um to look at what we were doing now in our industry cleanliness and hygiene is really high anyway it's taught on every course you go to um, about personal hygiene the hygiene of the clinic keeping everything clean you know we hopefully we you know that as a client or as a um, as an onlooker that we do try to keep everything as clean as possible so we had to ramp that up to near surgical level um, cleanliness uh, trying to keep on top of guidelines and make sure that we were doing everything we could eventually I guess it was inevitable it was going to get to a point on and it did uh, a week ago on Friday that our governing bodies were giving us advice to stop treating and that became the advice that we had to go with and the heartbreaking decision to close the clinic on Friday uh, last week was was horrible yeah I I would never want to um, be in that situation again um knowing uh, not knowing actually at that time because we hadn't had the information from the government so not knowing how this was going to to work out you know how was I going to pay the staff how was everything gonna um going to to write itself and even making the right decision because I think it felt like there was conflict of advice like it was okay to go to the supermarket and hang around you know you were still okay about doing some things but other things were a no and it was like, okay I don't understand what the difference is and so as it was I took the decision probably five or six hours before the announcement on on the television about uh, the lockdown coming in or not the lockdown rather the the shutting down of gyms etc and so we'd already made that decision in some ways i was i was glad that we'd had a we had a heads up on that and so we could get to speak to every person that was booked in for the coming weeks and let them know um so once that decision was made i think i probably started a slight grieving process i think i don't know any other businesses who are out there who perhaps might feel the same that um it felt like 
I, it was it was a morning process I think I started off with denial um, last week I was really angry and I think this week I'm sort of in acceptance and obviously routine is starting to um to, to kick in I'm loving the fact that I can exercise loads more albeit not pick up a barbell which is slightly frustrating um but it's interesting how you kind of switch your mentality and think okay right let's work on some of the things that I've been avoiding working on for for a little while and and accept that I'm not going to be picking up any heavy weights for the next I don't know 90 days say um so with that in mind, I wanted to explore with you what the the, the reason I've called this um, when this is all over is because I wanted to explore how how this might pan out and you know what what differences will we make in our lives now because of what's happened. So um, we've we've had the opportunity to experience something that. I'm not sure happens very often in our lives and one of my kids um, head teachers put something in, a, in an email to us all that I thought rang very true and actually highlighted the actual the, the experience we're having at the moment which is he said he feels like he's the leader of a country in which inflation is so high that something that's worth a pound in the morning is worth a pound in the afternoon is, is worth a hundred pounds in the afternoon and I think by that, what he means is this escalation of, um, of I'm going to say trauma, it's, you know, escalation of, of what's happening doesn't normally happen with, with things. You know, normally we have an instance, so we have a bomb go off or we have a car crash or we break our leg or we, something happens and then we deal with the aftermath of that in, in a process and we go, we go through grieving in a different way. But at the moment we're, we're, everything's ramping up. Even now, you know, even now there's a feeling of, you know, a lot of people saying it's getting, it's going to get worse before it gets better. We're not used to that. We're not used to dealing with this, this escalation of, of feelings. And so that puts us in a quite a strange place. And we start to evaluate. Um, I, I certainly have started to evaluate, okay, what are the important things? And I've seen a lot of things where, you know people are trying to educate their children to degree level in you know in, in two weeks it's, and actually just drilling down into what's important I think um, is hopefully what's going to come of this one of the imp- interesting things uh, I think about it is the length of time that we're going to have to adapt to our new routine often so I think of it like we've had a business we've had our business shut down for a couple of days with snow days so two days and you kind of get into walking everywhere and you know everything's a bit more difficult but you kind of get by some shops shops are shut and that that lasts for maybe two or three days but this time it's going to last at least three weeks possibly we're going to have restrictions going forwards 21 days is the time that they say it takes to form habit and 90 days to make a lifestyle change now for me, the 21 days, I think is, yes, you get into a bit of a routine in 21 days. But if any of you have ever experienced this thing where, like last year, I went on holiday and I came back and I felt like, oh my God, I'm like a changed woman. Um, I take a long time to relax when I'm on holiday. It takes me about 10 days. I carry work around with me. I'm sure I'm not alone. Loads of people do the same thing. Um, it takes about <clears throat> 10 days and then 
on the 10th day, I have this sort of physical shift where I sleep loads, I'm exhausted, but that next day, I actually feel relaxed and um, I can feel that something's changed. And that's normally, that lasts then to the end of the holiday and I get back and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna just relax, I'm gonna chill and I'm not gonna take things so seriously, I'm gonna have a better work-life balance. And that lasts for a period of time until everything starts kicking back in again. And um, this time, you know, we've got 21 days to form those lovely habits of working, working out every day or every other day, going for walks, getting more fresh air, spending time with our family. And we may even have 90 days to form that lifestyle change. And that's, that's a unique opportunity for everybody to really adapt to a new way of life. And what I really hope out of this is that our awareness of our health, like that's the thing, that's the big money at the moment, your health. There is nothing, money cannot buy that. You cannot, you know, the cars that sit in our drives are no good to us. The big houses that we are in or not in are no good to us. What is what is the highest value right now is health. And I think everybody with their walking and their um, mindfulness and their, um, their, their coming face to face with themselves and their anxieties or their, how long, how often do we have this time of, of just being with ourselves and our families without the distractions of everyday life. And it's hard, no change is easy. Um, there's a term which I've bored my team with quite a few times, which is the, uh, this perturbation. So it's the idea that a change is very, very hard to do. And we avoid change if we can possibly avoid it, because actually, it's most of the time is uncomfortable we don't like it um and we avoid it because we're just that sort of creature if we eventually can manage to push through that change and make um make a difference to our everyday lives then we will find that we'll never be the same again we will continue that change because it becomes part of who you are and what you identify with now if everybody thought before that, um, you know, working and um, all of those things were important. Hopefully now the shift has happened towards health and that's what's important and being, spending time with your family and um, ensuring their health and well-being. And that the, and I think we've all agreed, you know, the key workers now are not the people who uh, sit at the top of the, the food chain as it were and bring, you know, the bankers and all those sort of things. As important as their jobs are, there are also our key workers who sit and bring us, you know, make sure we have food and make sure that we're healthy and make sure that we are looked after and that our elderly folk are looked after and that our children are looked after and taught and cared for. And actually, those are the, those are the key things as they've been identified as key workers. Um, so in our industry, I hope that the you know some people still don't value perhaps this industry as much as i would like them to you know it's very easy to think well that's quite an expensive way to spend an hour uh, with somebody uh, rubbing you 
we do a bit more than that um but actually would quite happily go out and spend maybe a hundred pounds on a night out or you know they've just bought a new car or it it is about how we choose to spend our money um I think the businesses that will thrive through this are the ones who maintain their customer relationships and show a genuine caring for their customers and the world at large. I hope that we are one of those companies that people view us as as genuine. Um, we have, uh, a, as part of who we are as therapists, we can't disassociate that and I've always found it quite hard as a business person to um to split in half between okay I'm a business person but I'm also a therapist so and actually I always find that the right path is always to lean towards the therapist and accept the business is what it is um just because I think that that uh, shows an empathy and a caring and I that's the kind of business I want to run um the, uh, obviously maintaining cash flow through this period will be key and I can't thank enough the number of people who have maintained their memberships or bought gift vouchers in advance um, those things are very very available if anybody wants to do that um, you can you can just email in or whatever we do a variety of packages for um, for membership and they're not they don't run out you know they always sit there so some people you know bank them for example and then have a have one every week for a bit and um and as i say gift gift vouchers uh, payments in advance we do all those sorts of things we uh, as as we go through so maintaining that cash flow will be important for us and for all the other businesses um so it's it's how we see our way through it and i really hope that at the end of this we will look back when this is all over we will look back and go okay i made some key changes in my life and i'm now identifying with them and will continue to um, mark these i personally what will i do personally that's a good question um personally we spend quite a lot of time as a family together anyway uh, probably it feels like a bit too much. What I've noticed with the children actually is that they res don't resist that time that we spend together. Sometimes um, I think teenagers, as they have to, pull a pull away from us necessarily to become grown-ups. Um, my eldest is retreating into his room quite a lot, which is understandable. Um, but I think that's uh, yeah, spending spending time together, um, not resisting that time at home perhaps shifting down a gear and I always feel like I have to do everything at 100 miles an hour and um, actually what I've noticed is sometimes if you don't ho hold on to that gear stick quite as tight you actually get to the same destination at the same time um, you just aren't so uh, exhausted when you get there I'm actually really grateful for this time like when do you ever get a chance to draw a line in the sand of your business and go okay what do we do from this point onwards? When does that ever happen? It's like a unique possibility and opportunity. Um, I've certainly got about 7 billion ideas <laughs> on how to take everything forwards. Um, and and I'm really excited to get the team back. Oh, but don't, don't worry, we are in daily, hourly, minutely contact <laughs> with each other we do a facetime chat um we were doing it every day last week but this time we're going to do it every three days just so we stay in contact with each other um but we've got a whatsapp group that 
it's one of those where you wake up in the morning and you've got like 106 messages and like oh my god <laughs> what have they been talking about so our team is as, as, as close as ever and we are so eager to get back and we will be back as soon as we possibly can when it's safe to come back and treat you um i think that's all i wanted to say i hope i haven't rambled for too long thank you for listening to me um i may do another one in a in a month's time or something and just see where we are there if i think of something useful to say other than rambling i'll uh, do something later on but um thank you for listening like I say, if you do, if you want to do something to help us uh, that costs absolutely nothing, you can follow us on um, Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you can share our posts. You can like our posts. You could write us a nice review on Google. That's just uh, off the scale amazing. Um, and those sorts of things really, really do help and will help us in the long, long run. Tell your friends about us, you know, mention us in conversation. Oh, those great people at Active Potential Therapy, they're amazing. <laughs> That's something like that. Um, you know, something low-key. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay safe, stay home. You're doing great.